It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Today's episode of the Locked On Reds podcast is brought to you by Built Bar. Head on over to BuiltBar.com and enter the promo code LOCKED15. You'll get 15% off your next order. That's BuiltBar.com and the promo code LOCKED15. You are Locked On Reds, your daily Cincinnati Reds podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome in to the Lockdown Reds Podcast. Thank you so much for joining me today. We're talking about the best team in the National League Central, the Cincinnati Reds, who took down the St. Louis Cardinals. What a weekend of baseball at Great American Ballpark. We've got a lot to get to today, talking about the hitting that scored a ton of runs, the pitching that looked phenomenal, and... We've got some breakout players. I mean, Nicholas Castellanos was absolutely brilliant. I mean, this is how good he was. His average came down to 545 on Sunday. That's right. This dude's on fire. You know who else is on fire? Rookie Jonathan India. And uh, they were talking, John Sadak and Barry Larkin and Chris Welsh on the Bally Sports broadcast, talking about his nickname. He could be the Red Sparrow. I don't know, maybe John Sparrow, something like that. He he walks up to Pirates of the Caribbean, and he looks exactly like Jack Sparrow. So it, it kind of makes a lot of sense there, but we'll, we'll talk about all of that here on today's podcast. Thank you so much for joining me. If you do not already follow the podcast, make sure that you do. This is going to be an amazing season. And I'm going to be here every step of the way talking about every movement and every game and everything that goes on with the Cincinnati Reds. Also follow me on Twitter at Jeff Carr with three F's and follow the show at locked on Reds and Follow the Instagrams as well at Locked On Reds and at Car Jeff. Just flip my Twitter handle. That's that's my Instagram handle. All right, let's jump into this because this weekend was jam-packed, full of stuff. Saturday was amazing. The Reds were able to turn everything on its head. Everything that went wrong on opening day went right on Saturday. In the third inning, Tucker Barnhart got everything started with a massive dinger that just looked amazing. And you're thinking, all right, this is a good start against Adam Wainwright, a wily vet, guy who's probably going to keep the runs to a premium in this game. Not so fast, my friend. The Reds add another four on the board, just hitting the ball where the defense wasn't. Everything that everyone wanted this offseason. Raise your hand if you said that they hit too many home runs and they didn't hit enough singles. Well, guess what? They give you plenty of those on Saturday. Plenty of those on Sunday as well. But then we roll through that third inning where we saw pretty much everybody in the lineup get up to the plate and they were able to chase Adam Wainwright before the third inning. Absolutely, but before the third inning was over, absolutely phenomenal performance by this lineup. And so then we go into the fourth with Jake Woodford. Don't call him Woodford Reserve on the mound, and he is all over the place. Don't get me wrong; I'm not sitting here saying that I believe the pitch that hit Nicholas Castellanos was intentional. However, I do believe that he was frustrated. 
I do believe that based on everything that he has done this past weekend, he wanted to hit the ball. He wanted to swing the bat. He didn't want to walk down to first, but he was forced to. And he wasn't super happy about that. And he, he kind of showed his displeasure very openly. And he even picked up the ball and handed it back to the pitcher, which after the game, there were quotes from like Adam Wainwright and different people like that who weren't Jake Woodford. There, there were other Cardinals, but they were just like, you just don't do that, man. You just don't pick up the ball and, and, hand, and hand it back to the pitcher like that. Huh? What are we talking about? It's just not like you try to throw a punch or throw a kick or try to do a body slam or something like that. You're trying to hand the ball back to him. That's really what got them all riled up. And apparently, and if you read different interviews like that with Mike Schilt after the Saturday game, he was all like, I, I've never read a more confusing interview where a guy talks for so long trying to say absolutely nothing, where he's just like, oh, well, you know, I, that's between me and the guys, but uh, let's just say my antennas were up, you know what I mean, but I'm not going to tell you what I mean, but you know what I mean. Bull crap like that. I mean, that's what we're talking about with this Cardinals team. It's absolutely Bush League, and I love the fact that the Reds just kept putting it on them after that. But by the way, they were still playing because Castellanos was still on base. He makes it around, makes it around, and then Mike Mostakis comes up to the plate. Jake Woodford loses the control of another pitch. Wild pitch, goes back up against the backstop. Nicholas Castellanos slides in. Runs in from third, slides into home. Woodford tried to make a play, tries to tag him, and like falls on top of him while he's doing it. And so Castellanos, he is passionate. He's excited, man. He just did absolutely everything he wanted to do. He didn't get up and punch a guy. He didn't get up and just start, you know, saying a whole bunch of embarrassing things. He didn't start a fight. He stands up, he flexes, and he says, let's effing go. And then he starts going back to the dugout. Well, apparently the Cardinals think that that's some kind of war. Like, you know, like cause for war or something. They, they, they clear the benches because this guy gets excited because he scores a run. And then what happens after all of this? Yanni Merlina bumps an umpire out of the way, pushes Castellanos. Nothing happens to him. Then everything calms down around home play. Oh, then the Cardinals bullpen gets into it in the outfield where Jordan Hicks, guy who likes to throw 103 miles an hour but doesn't know how to find the strike zone with a fine-tooth comb, he's out there trying to start something in the outfield, and all of a sudden, he's fine? He doesn't get outfit? Oh, no, but we're going to eject Nicholas Castellanos. Huh? What, what are we talking about here, um? Well, they gave a statement after the game. The umpire said, uh, we ejected Castellanos because he re-engaged the pitcher. What? What the hell's that mean? Re-engaged the pitcher? Engaged him in what? A game of chess? A conversation? Wait, wait, what are we talking about here? He literally flexed and said, let's effing go. He didn't look at the pitcher, point at him and say, you effing suck because you can't hit the strike zone. He didn't look at him and say that you're terrible at baseball, you play for a terrible organization, or all of this other stuff. He didn't say any of that. He was excited. He didn't attack anybody. But he gets ejected. Just absolute, I don't, oh my gosh. I couldn't believe it. 
I could not believe what went down on Saturday. Look, here's the deal. If you eject Nicholas Castellanos, you're ejecting one of either Yadier Molina or Jordan Hicks as well. And if you don't eject both of those guys, then you don't eject anybody because it makes no damn sense whatsoever. Kudos to Nicholas Castellanos. He takes the high road in the post game, talking about how much he respects Yadi Armelina. He even goes so far to say as if Yadi tried to punch him in the face, he would still respect that guy and ask for an autographed jersey at the end of the game. That's how much he likes Yadi Armelina. Way to take the high road, dude. I love Nicholas Castellanos, and I love how much Cardinals fans hate this guy now. Love it. Can't wait to continue playing them in 2021 as this is going to be. Reds Cardinals is back, baby. 11 years ago, they got into that fight with Brandon. Can you believe it's 11 years, by the way? 11 years since that happened? It's insane. But 11 years ago, they get into that fight, Brandon Phillips and Yadier Molina, which was a fight. People were calling the thing on Saturday a brawl. That was not a brawl. That was like a... It was like a hollering, you know, guys like empty the dugout to get out and holler at each other. That, that, that wasn't a fight. But I, I, I just, I, I look at this and, and I, I tweeted this the other day. After that brawl in 2010, the Reds went on to win eight out of 10 of their next games. And that happened in August. That didn't happen in April. The Reds ended up winning this series. Maybe they can carry that same momentum like the uh, 2010 team did. We'll see, though. Long season left. We've only played 2% of the season, but it's been a nice 2%. All right, we're coming up. We're going to talk about what went right for the Reds, more so than just ruffling the feathers of the Cardinals and getting them all in a tizzy. We're going to talk about the hitting. We're going to talk about the pitching, and we're going to talk about this upcoming series with the Lowly Pirates. But before we talk about that, I want to tell you that there's still this amazing deal over at betonline.ag. Get off the bench, get in the game, start making some cash off of your sports knowledge today by setting up your profile and typing in the promo code locked on. They'll give you 50% more added onto your initial deposit just for that. And I'll even give you a lock. So go set up your profile, type in the promo code locked on and take the Marlins money line today. They're playing the Cardinals. I'm saying kick them while they're down. Trevor Rogers is pitching a great young pitcher for the Marlins. Lots of promise behind this guy. You got Daniel Ponce de Leon or whatever pitching for the Cardinals. Take the Marlins. This is not a bet with your heart situation. This is a bet with your head. Trevor Rogers looks like a solid pitcher. The Marlins look like a solid team. Taken to beat the Cardinals here on this Monday afternoon. And set up your profile with the promo code locked on at betonline.ag to get 50% added on to your initial deposit. Get all the sports news you need in under 20 minutes with the Locked On Today podcast. Host Peter Bukowski updates you on the latest news in every major sport with the help of our local experts. Follow the Locked On Today podcast on the Odyssey app, that's A-U-D-A-C-Y, or wherever you get your podcasts. All right, so one thing that the Reds did, other than just get the Cardinals all, uh, get their panties in a wad, if you know what I mean, uh, they hit the ball. 
and they hit it well. They scored 27 runs in this series. Do you know what they didn't do in any one series in 2020? They didn't score more than 24 runs in any one series last season. So that's already an improvement. We were talking about the bats got to be better this year, right? Well, they showed us in the first series. I get it. There's still plenty of season left. We got to see what happens. And when we're even talking about a hot start to the season, there's still plenty of games left to, to filter that out. But these first three games have looked amazing from the hitting side of things. Let's just take a look at some of the key contributors to this weekend's lineup. Obviously, Nicholas Castellanos, he had six hits in the first three games of the season. Two homers, a triple, a double, and absolutely just knocking the cover off the ball. Then you got Jonathan India. What? The rookie? The guy that no one knew was really going to make this kind of an impact whenever camp started? Then he was gifted the starting second baseman's job after one heck of a spring getting ready to go. And then bada bing, bada boom. What a start to the year. Five hits for the rook. He's even got two RBIs. He's got a double looking for that first home run that's coming here soon. Tyler Stevenson's got four hits in seven at-bats. Joey Vado's got three. Jesse Winker's got three. And guess what? It, it, close your eyes real quick. Who leads the team in walks? Nope, not Joey. No, 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 not Jesse. Mike Mustakis. He's got four. What's the one thing everybody likes to criticize the dude for? He's a free swinger. He's been walking. Dude knows what he's up to. I, I, this lineup is just poised, comfortable, and focused. We've got homers from Aristides Aquino, Tyler Naquin. We've got great, timely hits coming up the plate from guys all over the place. And I love what I've seen from this lineup. They, I mean, they just absolutely pour on the rally innings. When you look at Saturday, uh, we always talked about last year, it seemed like in every game, there was like one or two innings where the Reds would score like three runs, and that'd be it for the game. Well, they're already doing a little bit better than that. Saturday, a six-run third inning, and that was uh, added on to by a two-run fourth, and then they got another in the sixth. And Sunday, they had a three-run fifth, followed by a six-run sixth, and a two-run seventh. I mean, you're going to win every single game if you're adding on like that. Absolutely phenomenal work by this lineup. And I, I just love absolutely everything that they have set up. They have changed the narrative. Anybody who thinks that this team can't hit, that you'll watch the last three games. And if you tell me, well, Jeff, it's a long season. Yeah, when this team's healthy, this is what you get. All right. If you're sitting there and if you're listening, if you're a Cardinals fan, you're like hate listening to this podcast right now. Or if you're a Pirates fan trying to figure out what the Reds are doing, what you're looking forward to here in this upcoming series, get ready. This lineup ain't going anywhere so long as everybody's healthy. If your pitchers are struggling, guess what? It's going to be a long day at the office with Blastianos and company in tow because they are going to hit the ball all over the yard. Your defense isn't going to know where to shift, and the Reds have looked absolutely phenomenal in this early going, and I do not expect this to be an anomaly. This is going to continue. Now, are they going to score 12 runs a game? Probably not, but they're definitely not scoring four runs a game like they did all last year. Love it. So enthused. 
And I'm also enthused about the pitching, which we're going to talk about here in just a minute as we also take a look at this series with the Pittsburgh Pirates. But before we jump into that, now's the time for a snack break. Crack open a Built Bar. I'm talking about the best protein bar on the market, best tasting there is, because it's the only protein bar that actually tastes like a candy bar. You're seriously going to shock your taste buds. They're going to think, wait a minute. I thought this was supposed to be healthy. Guess what? It is. The statistics on it are phenomenal. Low sugar, low fat, high in protein, and 100% real chocolate. They've got amazing brand new flavors like white chocolate raspberry cheesecake that is absolutely amazing to taste. And you've got birthday cake with sprinkles, which honestly, I'm not a huge birthday cake guy, but this thing was really good. You've also got churro puff. You've got my favorite coconut brownie chunk. And look, if you're not a coconut person, I get it, but it's literally got small chunks of brownies in it. When you take a bite, you're not even going to know that it's healthy for you. But it is. Built Bar is an amazing snack, and you can try it today for 15% off. Go to BuiltBar.com and enter the promo code LOCKED15 to take that 15% off. That's BuiltBar.com and the promo code LOCKED15. Fantasy Baseball Addicts, you now have a new resource to give you the advantage in your leagues. Locked On Fantasy Baseball. It is a daily fantasy baseball podcast hosted by veteran fantasy analyst Scott Cullen, who uses data and nearly two decades of fantasy baseball experience to offer the strategies and waiver wire pickups that lead to league wins. Follow the Locked On Fantasy Baseball podcast on the Odyssey app, that's A-U-D-A-C-Y, or wherever you get your podcasts. Not to be lost in translation, this Reds lineup was phenomenal and the biggest story of the weekend, but right there with it, like 1A, 1B was the pitching. Tyler Malley was absolutely phenomenal. He was two strikeouts away from getting everybody free pizza by himself, and he only pitched five innings. He was looking absolutely awesome with his command. His fastball was wherever he wanted it. His slider was wherever he wanted it. And whenever he would choose to drop that split finger change in there, perfect. I absolutely loved everything I saw from him. I know that Paul DeYoung had a couple of homers off of him. I get that. It's going to happen with him. He's going to give up a couple of gopher balls every so often. But when he limits them to solo shots like that, the sky's the limit. And he had a phenomenal Saturday because of it. And then not to be outdone, Jeff Hoffman. Who who was coming into this weekend and looking at Sunday like, oh boy, the Reds better win Friday and Saturday. Hand up. I was one. I was one of them. I was looking at this Jeff Hoffman start like, oh my, what are we going to get from this? Hopefully they score 12 runs. Well, they did. And then Jeff Hoffman only allowed one in his five innings of work. Phenomenal pitching by him. Looked every bit the part of a steal. The steal of the offseason who could be a key contributor in the back end of the rotation for the Reds. Really looking forward to seeing what the Reds are going to continue to get out of this guy. And it's kind of got me excited for what's coming up on Monday. So you've seen Tyler Malley. You've seen Jeff Hoffman on Monday. Jose De Leon. Kyle Bodie's pick for the next breakout pitcher. And everything about this dude just screams a fan Favorite, the kind of guy that is easy 
to root for. He's super nice. If you've ever listened to a post-game Zoom or, you know, one of the Zooms he had this spring training or something like that, you can easily tell that he is just the easiest guy to root for. But more than that, he is a bounce-back story. Former top prospect in the Dodgers organization. The Dodgers gave up on him. And he comes to the Reds and he figures it out. Hopefully he continues to figure it out and becomes an asset for the Reds this season. It starts today against the Pirates. Going up against him on the mound in this game for Pittsburgh is JT Brubaker. The Reds have only ever seen him once and it was last year, his one year in the major leagues, but that was a pretty decent start for Brubaker. He had five and a third innings against the Reds, allowed just one earned run. He only had one walk and five hits allowed with four strikeouts in that game. So the Reds will continue their bounce back campaign on Monday with Brubaker on the mound for the Pirates and Jose De Leon on the mound for the Redlegs. I am so very excited. Keep getting those reactions in. I've got a lot of great reactions on Twitter and on the Locked On Reds line. We will have a Friday Jeff's Junk Mail segment, maybe even two segments. I don't know. We've got a lot of stuff coming in. I I love it. I love all the reactions. I love all the passion. There were so many Reds fans that were awoken by what Nicholas Castellanos did this weekend, and that's exactly what both the Reds and the Reds fan base needed. That's what we all needed to get pumped up for this season. It's going to continue to be absolutely phenomenal from here until the end, which I don't believe is going to be game 162. I'm telling you, this team... That's got playoffs on it. I, I just got that feeling. But that's going to do it for us here today. Tomorrow, we're going to react to this first game of the Pirates series and talk about what's coming next. We, we've got a lot of great stuff coming up this week. We got a couple of players that I want to talk about what we're expecting from this season. That's coming up tomorrow on the Locked On Reds podcast. Make sure that you are following the podcast on whatever podcasting platform you're currently listening to, whether it's the Odyssey app that's A-U-D-A-C-Y, or iTunes, Spotify, Google Play, Stitcher, all of that good stuff. Also, follow me on Twitter at Jeff Carr with three Fs and follow the show at Locked On Reds and save the Locked On Reds line number into your phone at 513-549-0159. All right, we're going to be all over this game tonight, so make sure you follow along and we'll talk about it tomorrow here on the podcast. I'll talk to every single one of you then. Prime members, you can listen to this Locked On podcast ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today.